welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I'm uh, wicked excited to be here. I'm still a little high from uh, coming off my retreat. So this past weekend, uh, I had my first retreat, my in-person retreat since 2019. So I had two retreats planned for 2020. And then the COVIDs came and uh, screwed everything up. (laughs) So I had to cancel those suckers. Um, So this was such a blast to be back in one of my favorite places, the Mountain View Grand Resort and Spa in Whitefield, New Hampshire, along with just a group of fantastic human beings. It was so incredible. It was so impactful. It was so transformational and it was wicked fun. So we're already planning the next one for November, November, 2023. You guys, Uh, I'm about to secure the dates when I have those uh, locked down. I will share them with all of you, but just, hey, Scratch in on your calendar. Be looking at that November calendar if you missed out this time and you want to come join us. So today's episode is um, probably not going to be too long, but it is something that's been on my mind and I want to share. So I think I'm going to call this episode something like do it for the love or do it for the love of it. And here's what I mean by that. So if you uh, follow me on social media at all, if you're one of um, one of the people that sees or engages with my posts, uh, and I possibly, I think I've mentioned it on the show a couple of times that I work with my, my friend, my brother from another mother, uh, Jordan David. Also, first of all, just noticing that my hair looks kind of crazy because <laughs> I just got back from the gym and I had it in a ponytail. You can see my elastics right here. I just let it down. So if you're watching this, my hair looks a little kooky. Um, so speaking of speaking of uh, Jordan Dranes, Jordan Dranes from Conscious Muscle. Um, so he's my strength and conditioning, my vegan uh, strength and conditioning and nutrition coach. And so he's been helping me with a program for the past several months. And I do some posts once in a while on Facebook and I've been talking about how, like, you know, every once in a while flex my muscles (laughs) just as a little way to like show progress and stuff. And also because it's just fun and it's silly and it's a good time. Um, But I always post it. And then I talk a little bit about my journey in doing this. And uh, I don't even know when this was a month or two ago, maybe I did a picture of me flexing. And then I said, you know, something to the to the likes of, you know, I had gained a little bit of weight. Um, I wanted to get back in the kind of shape that uh, makes me happy because I've been a gym rat my whole life. I've been athletic my whole life. I've been an athlete, uh, but I've trained, I've strength trained in the gym uh, forever. I used to be a personal trainer. You know, I've been a yoga teacher forever. 
So I like moving my body and taking care of my body and stuff like that. And then I also talked about how I'm um, 54, like I'm going to be double nickel soon, right? I'm 54 and, you know, hello, menopause and all those things. And I said, you know, I just, I just had, I just had a desire, <coughs> you know, to push back and fight back. Cause I remember coming up through the ranks that women older than me, you know, my mother died before, like, I don't, I don't have anything to gauge right? What, what could possibly happen? Nobody, you know, I got the sex talk as a kid. I got the period talk, uh, you know, the menses conversation. <laughs> My mother did her job. She prepared me nice and young, you know, I was ready to go. Um, but what I didn't have uh, was a, uh, this is so weird. Like all of a sudden, Thank you. It was so weird. All of a sudden, my Zoom was giving me a thumbs up. I was like, all right, I take that as a little sign from my mom. Hi, mommy. <laughs> that was really bizarre. Um, so I got those conversations like really young, but there's nobody who's like ever talked to me about um, like the menopausal journey. So it's always been like random women around me making comments like about hot flashes, how it's going to be hell. And yeah, good luck staying fit. Good luck staying fit and healthy and like all this shit. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like why are they going to scare those of us coming coming up behind them? And I see women do this to each other too. Like when they're preggers, like, you know, somebody had a like a really challenging uh, pregnancy or delivery. And then they start telling those stories to the, to the younger women or the women around them who are pregnant. I'm like, yo, 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 don't, don't be placing all that stuff on the people coming up behind you. But I did have, uh, you know, several women in my life talk to me about just, they call it the change, you know, beware the change. Oh my God, it's coming for you. Yeah. So they're like, you know, the change is coming for you. And I just didn't have anybody in my own family to kind of even like gauge it by, but I just know that a lot of women you know, made it seem like, oh, okay, once you hit 50, uh, you're screwed. You're just like fucking screwed. <laughs> That's just how it is. <laughs> so I will say this though. I will say this. Um, so when I was feeling ready to get back into the gym and stuff like that, I was doing it. This is the whole point of this whole episode, right? So I did, I did, I've been doing these posts <clears throat> talking about how I want to get back in the gym gained a little weight. I want to get my strength back. I want to do all this stuff back. And after I did a couple of posts, um, it was amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of tell you where the inspiration for this episode came from. So it was amazing because I heard from several different women, maybe even more than that, maybe like four, four or five people who reached out to me, um, and made little comments or reached out to me privately and said, you know, you've inspired me, you've inspired me to stop moving my body again or to get back into the gym or to hire a trainer or to hire a nutritionist and to hire somebody help me, you know, cause I haven't uh, been taking that great, you know, care of myself or I want to do better or whatever it is. And it was so fantastic. And, and both myself and Jordan, I said, Jordan, you know, I wanted to let him know too, because that's pretty cool that when you start helping somebody and through your work, it inspires like other people, you know, but then I also started to see a few posts and look, you you don't have to convince me about the patriarchy and the fact that women and women's bodies have been, um, we have been taught to hate our bodies. We have been taught from the uh, marketing and advertising machine to self-loathe and self-hate so that we'll buy every product known to man to try and um, fix ourselves and all that other bullshit. 
But this was why it was really important to me. Okay. So I'm not in the gym and strength training and doing all these things um, to because I because I hate myself and because I hate my body. In fact, for me, I go to the gym and I strength train and I do yoga and I run and I move my body and I do all these things because I love myself, because I love my body and I know what it's capable of. And I know how I feel when I'm being active and I feel strong and I'm doing things that feel purposeful and intentional. Like I think so many times women are doing things because, and not just women, people, right? Especially when it comes to the body, because women aren't the only ones who get body shamed, P.S. Um, and I just think that there's this, this idea sometimes that you know, and I just, this is my whole thing. I think people should do what feels good for them, right? When, when it comes to trying to, uh, whether it's about losing weight or going to the gym or working out or mo movement or whatever, I'm like, do what makes you happy, do what feels good for you. But I think it's really important for me that I make it clear that I'm doing these things, not because I hate my body, not whatever, but I do have preferences. And now maybe some psychologist somewhere would say, you know, um, you, you should, you, let me put it this way. My self-love does not fluctuate based on the number on the scale. I could give two shits about what I weigh. What I do care about is how do I feel? How do I feel in my own skin? How do my clothes feel? Um, do I, um, am I moving through the world in the way where I feel good in my body, safe in my body, comfortable in my body, strong in my body, confident in my body. And I know for me, when I am um, taking good care of myself and when I am making gains in the gym, like I love that I'm not competing with anybody else. This is just about me with me, for me, to me, me and me. <laughs> no, it's not about anybody else. And I think sometimes that, you know, people can feel like if somebody is celebrating that they just went out and like did some sort of a physical feat, especially if you, um, you know, are posting pictures of your body. This isn't like, like, oh, I hated myself before. And then the whole when I, then I, well, when I get my muscles back, then I'll love myself more. No. But the reality of it is that I do have preferences because I have been athletic my whole life and I do know how I like my body to look. And I'm also clear, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm almost double nickels, like I'm 54 and it takes a little, trust me, it's, it's a humbling, it is a humbling thing to get back into the gym after you've been for, away for a little while and after you've been strength training and rebuilding your strength. And learning fucking patience. Oh my God, you guys, patience. I was just telling one of my one-to-one -one clients, we were laughing. I'm like, hello, patience. Hello, patience. It's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> it's going to, you know, I will be working on my patience probably until my last, my last breath. But it's been great because um, I'm really enjoying the process. And, you know, and it's also tough because, I got to take like at the end of every month, I take, I don't just take pictures, Lord help me. I also take stats, right? So I got to measure, I got to get out the little, little measuring tape, you know, the little flimsy ones, the ones that are like, you know, like sewing measuring tapes that, that are soft and you could wrap them around your arm and stuff like that. 
But here's the thing. It's great news. I'm always moving in the right direction because I've been following my program because shit works when you work. (laughs) And I have a really good coach. And he, you know, he recently, this is like a little pat. This is a little pat on my back, right? I always say, I don't have parents telling me they're proud of me. So I got to tell me I'm proud of me. And I'm really proud of myself, you guys. I've been working hard. And um, I took I took a little bit of time off right before my retreat because I was feeling really run down, like I'm sleep deprived from having a puppy. And I was feeling a little under the weather. And I'm like, nope, I've got to be at 100%. So even with taking a week off from the gym, I did not slip backwards. I still made progress because that's how committed I've been with my training, with my protein intake, with everything, with my macros, right? Like been staying on top of everything. So I, I want people to know that sometimes women are out there and we're not trying, like, I'm not doing this to quote unquote, fix my body, to shame my body. Cause I hate my body. I cannot say this enough. I'm doing it for the love of it. I'm doing it for the love of lifting, like picking things up and putting them down. Like, I really enjoy that. I love getting my heart pumping. I love sweating. I love working hard, right? It doesn't mean every day I'm super duper psyched, like to get in my car and drive to the gym and have to wait, you know, because somebody's on the pec deck or somebody's on the, you know, doing doing something and I need, uh, but I do love the results and I do love that feeling of aliveness. Like, and it's great. Like just today I was at the gym and there's like, you know, it's probably a bunch of us, right? Who are always there around the same time. We give each other a little head nod, you know, you got the little community thing going on, you know? And it's like, it's kind of nice to know that there are other people out there who are also trying, you know, to take care of their health and take care of their bodies. Now, I also get that on the flip side, there's a lot of people doing a lot of shit around their bodies that they don't really love. And this is the message for today. I want people, I'm like, if you're going to go and do a thing, do it for the love of it. Don't do it, do it for the love of what's possible, right? For the fact that it's like, yeah, I'm whether, whether you're training for a triathlon, whether you're training for a salsa competition, whether you're going to yoga every, whatever it is, do it because you love it. Um, you know, not do it out of love, I always say, and not out of fear. And we got to know why we're doing a thing. And there are a lot of people who get out and use exercise as a punishment. They use movement because if they don't, they're afraid that they're going to fill in the blank, right? It could be anything from, um, you know, if I don't do this, my, you know, and sometimes you should do things, right? Because it's good for, your health, like exercise can, and I'm not saying for every single person on the planet, but I'm saying for most people, movement is good, right? When you're trying to lower your blood, you know, your blood pressure or lower your cholesterol, right? Being mindful of what you're putting in your mouth and moving your body is not a bad thing. I've known so many people over the years who have lost significant, significant amounts of weight just by simply getting outside and walking. And walking is something that we are naturally designed to do. So not everything has to be, um, you know, at some hardcore level. Like you can simply help yourself by getting outside and walking and moving your body and strengthening your heart with cardio, right? And getting on a treadmill or running or walking or whatever, 
because it feels good to be out in nature, not because you fucking hate the jiggly shit at the back of your thighs, right? We don't have to do everything out of fear, out of because we hate things. And I want to be really clear. If you see me flexing my muscle and doing a picture uh, online, I'm doing that for fun because it's just fun to be like sun's out, guns out, because those are the only guns I want out are my, are my biceps <laughs> and other people's biceps. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, don't even get me started on a tangent on gun violence in America. Um, and we're back. But so here's my whole point. I had a sense like, and I'm not saying that I think I'm the, the center of the universe. I don't mean it by that. But I was wondering based on some of the posts that I saw immediately following the posts that I was doing, um, where it's like, you know, if you're a woman and you're in at this age range and you're afraid of the gym or you don't want to strength train, you know, maybe you can do these things. And I'm like, I want to be really clear. I'm not doing these things because I don't love myself and I don't love my body. I'm doing them exactly because of those things, because I do love myself and I do love my body. And this is my invitation to anybody who's listening is if you've been sitting on your couch, if you've been lamenting the fact that your joints are getting achy and you feel stiff and you're blah, 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 you've gained weight, all these things. If you are going to do something about it, do it out of the love of it. Do it because you love to swim and you love to take your dog for a walk and you love to play tennis and you love to shoot hoops in the driveway with your kids or whatever. Because here's what I will say. Fear can be a wicked good motivator. It can be a great motivator, right? Like when you have a health scare and the doctor's like, hey, if you don't start eating right, you know, you're this is bad. Or, you know, I saw a friend recently who did a, a whole post on Facebook asking everybody what their uh, what their thoughts were on taking a particular drug for really high cholesterol. And a ton of us, it was really refreshing. I shouldn't say a ton. To me, it seemed like a ton because to have four people respond, uh, my sweetie included was one of them, uh, that being vegan, totally, totally self-corrected, uh, you know, his cholesterol, his high cholesterol issue. It was really cool to see a bunch of people say, hey, you know, doing this can be really great. But sometimes you do get a health scare and sometimes it puts the fear of God into you and it gets your ass in gear. But the fear of God or the fear of whatever is not going to be the thing that's going to keep getting you up and out the door. We start to do things because being afraid and being in terror and being in fear is so taxing. Oh my God, it is so taxing in the long run to your nervous system. It is so taxing to your mental well-being, right? And if you do something out of hate or out of fear, at some point, there's going to be uh, resentment. And the energy in which you do something actually matters. The intention with which you do something actually matters. And whether that's doing something in your life around, and this, I'm just using the, the strength training as an example, right? But don't go out even in your business and just do shit in your business because somebody else put the fear of God in you and said, you have to do this. You, you should do this or you're not going to get enough quote unquote followers. You should do this if you want your look. If, it, if, if you're doing something out of fear and because you um, hate something, you're going to get a lot farther, right? <laughs> you're going to get a lot further, farther. Oh, wait, wait. Further, farther, farther is distance, right? So you're going to get a lot farther. You just saw you just saw my little brain going, trying to figure it out. Um, you're gonna go a lot farther from love than you will out of fear, and so that's that's my little thing, you know. For be be in love, and I always say to people who um, come to me and they're like they want to make a change, right? And I'll say, 
change for the love of what's possible. Lean into, do this because you are so wicked excited about what's possible rather than the fear of if I don't do it. We got to, we'll get, that's all I'm saying. We, we will get so much farther along if we are doing it out of inspiration rather than inflicting it on ourselves. I don't want people using things like exercise and movement and spirituality and all these things as a weapon against themselves. So if you're going to do something, ask yourself, why am I really doing this? What is the energy that I am doing it with? What's my intention? What is the motivating factor? What's the driving force that is lighting the fire under my ass? And hopefully it's going to be out of love. So I felt like, like I said, I don't know if this, who this message is, is going to land with today, but it just felt important because it kept tickling my brain. It kept, it was on my mind. And I was like, man, I hope people don't think that I'm doing this because I hate myself. That's not it. I'm doing this, right? This, this whole thing back in the gym and Pretty much I try to lead with love. I try to have love be a part of my decision-making process. I think love is fiercely underrated. Uh, I think that people misunderstand love as being like, love is patient, love is kind. I'm like, love is fucking fierce and love will help you get some stuff done, right? So whatever it is that you are trying to, to, to do in your life, if you're trying to create something or grow something or become something, or trying to stop something, right? So stop because you love yourself enough to stop, rather than I need to go do this thing because I hate myself. It's like, no, because wherever you go, there you are. Love yourself enough to try and choose a better habit. Love yourself enough to try and create the thing, right? So ask yourself, am I doing this out of love? Or am I doing this out of fear? It is very, very simple. You know, somebody at the retreat this past weekend said, oh my God, you just helped me to get such clarity around these decisions that I needed to make in my life. And you're right, it is that simple. Is it love or is it fear? And those things have really different energies. They come from different places in the mind and the body will respond differently, right? So again, If you're forcing yourself to do something because you're lamenting that if I don't do it, I'm going to end up, you know, uh, gaining all that weight back or being fat or being this or being that, like all the ways that that, that the, the critical mind can be unkind and society can be unkind. Right. So always check yourself, as we say. Um, you know, from the, from the famous song from the, was it the 80, the nineties, I think, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Ice cube. I think it was, (laughs) um, Check yourself before you wreck yourself because it can be really easy to confuse the two. So you got to spend some time getting a little quiet, find out what your motivation is, what your intention is. And then you guys, whatever you're doing, do it for the love of it. Do it for the love. Do it for the love of it. Uh, That's what I got for you. Short and sweet. I don't know how short. I I don't know how long it's been recording. (laughs) All right, you guys talking about doing shit for the love of it. Okay. So my friend, Emily Aborn and I, I call her Emmeline. You've heard me mention her on the show before. Emmeline and I are collaborating. We're getting together. We're doing four little workshops for entrepreneurs around content creation and storytelling. And we really want to help people be able to connect with their 
their voice, connect with their own words, connect with their own content, connect with their own potential clients and customers in a way that feels really um, fun and easeful and um, just kind of like anything we do, we're bringing our, word, our weird quirky selves <laughs> to, to it. But we're both writers. We're both podcasters. We're both entrepreneurs. We're both uh, storytellers. We love words and language and playing with stories. So we're creating, uh, it's called the Content Compass. We have two workshops coming up in May, two coming up in June. They're going to be virtual. They're going to be online and they're going to be so much fun. We're going to dive into different things about like where you can... Um, the different kinds of content you can find, how to mine your own life. Even if you think your everyday life is boring, trust me, it is not. Uh, we're going to talk about finding your true north, like using your own voice and being uncopycatable and how to learn how to give credit and attribution so you're not stealing other people's shit. Because if you want people to not trust you really quickly, uh, keep posting, keep posting those quotes without giving credit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's going to be four really fun workshops on four different topics. We cannot wait. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, and I love collaborating with people who are really fun. And I always say hashtag F3. I'm always looking for the experience of fun, flow, and freedom. And uh, that's what this collaboration has felt like. So for the love of it, I'm hanging out with my friend. We're going to be offering some really fun stuff. And then also for the love of it, I have another cool offering that's going to be coming out in May. I can't wait to tell you more about it, um, but it's, I will tell you this, um, and I'm not being coy on purpose. It's because I'm still putting the pieces together, um, but it's something that you're going to be able to benefit from and enjoy right from the comfort of your own home. It will also be online. Uh, and it's going to allow a lot of people uh, to just get comfy and cozy. That's all I'm going to say, to relax and get comfy and cozy for the love of it, you guys. I'm doing these things for the love of it. And then also remember, I'll have that uh, our next Own Your Magic retreat coming up in November. I am super duper excited. It's going to be a four-day retreat. People are already asking me how they can sign up because this last one was so amazing. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. Uh, if you can hear my voice right now, thank you for making it this far and stick it in there. <laughs> I hope this was helpful for you in some way. And look, wherever you go out in the world, whenever I say this whole thing about wherever you go, be a blessing, what I'm really saying is wherever you go, be the love that you are, be the light that you are, leave the people, the place, the planet, the animals, yourself better than how you found it by being the love that you are. May, may wherever you go, may people and everybody, animals be better off that you were there, right? May they be happier, more content, more calm, whatever. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. May you bring the love. Bye. so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite part was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. 
And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.